What's going on, guys? My name's Cannon Brown, and you're tuned into the show. But this is going to be a little different than my usual episodes. My usual episodes are, in, are interviews with our with the agriculture industry leaders. I love doing those. I will continue to be doing those interviews. But I wanted to branch out a little bit. I wanted to add another episode, um, either weekly or bi-weekly, that kind of pertains to just something different than the ag industry. And I know a lot of you guys are centered in the ag industry. You want to hear about the ag industry. But if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, you know that I love history. I absolutely love history and I want to know more about history as much as possible. And that's kind of what I've made for this little bonus episode. This little bonus episode, either weekly or biweekly, like I said, I haven't decided yet. Guys, I haven't even decided the name for this episode yet. I don't know what I'm going to call these bonus episodes. Whatever the title is on it now, at this point in time, I have no idea what I'm going to call it. All I know is is that I wanted to do something different and I wanted to do something kind of cool. Um, so yeah, here here it is. My bonus episodes, either weekly or biweekly, like I said, I have no idea. They're going to be about obscure history. Now, what does that mean? It means I'm going to talk about history that isn't in your textbook. It, you're not going to find this stuff um, in the mainstream media. You're not going to find this stuff, uh, like I said, in your high school textbook, in your middle school textbook. You're just not going to find it. Is it true? Yes. I'm, I don't want to go into conspiracy theories. I only want to talk about history that has been proven, history that is proven, actual fact that we can look back at the documents, look back at the evidence and say, okay, that's 100% right. Now, we may get on some tangents of conspiracy theories, okay? I'm not going to promise you guys that I'm not going to talk about some conspiracy theories, but... The main topic for each of these bonus episodes is going to be an absolute proven fact that's happened throughout our world's history that not a lot of people know about, okay? That's why I call it obscure history. Just kind of different stuff that not a lot of people know about, okay? Let's dig into it because I'm excited to tell you guys about this. The first one isn't even that obscure, guys. It's like... If you listen to two episodes of Joe Rogan, you know exactly what this um, what this story is, and you know exactly how cool and weird this story is, okay? So the first history that we're going to talk about, obscure history, is going to be about Operation Paperclip. Yeah, you heard me, Operation Paperclip. Now, this is an actual government... Basically, like the CIA before it was, it was named the CIA, this was their operation. You guys can like do your own research on this. This is complete fact. Literally do one Google search of Operation Paperclip. It'll tell you what I'm about to tell you right now. But I just like talking about it. So hear me out. So as World War II comes to a close, here, let me let me just stop right there. We're in a time machine right now, okay? We're going to get thrown back to the end of World War II, okay? World War II is coming to a close. The Germans have been battled back to Berlin. 
They're hunkered down. They're defeated. Hitler's donezo. Or is he? Maybe Argentina. Maybe Antarctica. Okay, we're not going to get into that conspiracy theory. That's too long. Hitler's gone. The U.S. and British, I'm going to call them intelligence groups and troops, they go through Germany. And they just start going through bases. They start going through warehouses. They start going just through anything that they can find. They want to find documents. They want to find weapons. They want to find biological, chemical weapons. They want to find anything that the Germans had that was equivalent or better than the U.S. and Britain. They wanted it, including German scientists, okay? So... If you guys didn't know, Germany and during World War II and actually like right before World War II, they were on a technological advancement that no one else was on. I mean, they were, I don't know the exact um, numbers, but they had to be at least like 15 to 20 years more technologically advanced just in terms of their air, aircraft. And I mean, they built, they built some great cars. I mean, the Volkswagen, that's a great car. Lasts forever. Put a diesel in it. It'll go like 60 miles a gallon, okay? That's a tangent I don't want to get on. So, the one thing that was very sought after, after World War II was done, was the German technological advancements. And who made these technological advancements? The German scientists. The Third Reich scientists that... Germany and Hitler and all of his cronies had put together to develop the best in the entire world. So there's a little like a weird thing where British and U.S. troops are searching this base or warehouse or something and they're interrogating scientists and then lo and behold they find in a bathroom in a toilet they find a list uh, that someone was trying to throw away or just ran out of toilet paper or something well it had an itemized catalog list of every single german scientist that the third reich had um, involved in their dealings and there's about 1600 of them 1600 of them that the u.s wanted so what did the intelligence groups do well they said hey Old uh, Harry Truman, we know you said you don't want any Nazis coming over here after the war, but, like, these Nazis weren't that bad. Like, they, yeah, they helped create the V-2 rocket that decimated England, and the lead architect, Warner Von Braun, is a horrible guy that, like, can be linked to hundreds of thousands of death in concentration camps, but whatever, they they got their arm twisted into being in the war. You can't blame them. That's what they said. That, like, the intelligence groups literally told the U.S. government and Harry Truman that these guys weren't so bad. They whitewashed their crimes. They kind of expunged just their whole history within the Third Reich, and they brought over... 1,600 Third Reich scientists, 1,600 Third Reich scientists and their families 
over to Texas and New Mexico. How crazy is that, okay? Can we just take a break here and like think about them bringing over 1,600 Third Reich scientists and their families to Texas and New Mexico? Now, granted, if we hadn't taken those scientists, Russia would have. I mean, the, the whole point of getting these German scientists were they were they were on the come up, to be honest with you guys. Like they were the best of the business. And after World War II, there were two major powers in the world. One was on the west, one was on the east. You have the United States and then you have Russia. If we wouldn't have if we wouldn't have gotten those scientists, Russia would have gotten them and maybe the Cold War would have looked a little bit different. I mean, the Cold War wasn't very great either. There was a lot of speculation. I wasn't alive. I don't really want to talk about it. I wasn't alive during this, but it's just really, really cool, okay? This was happening, like, between the uh, time period of 1945 to 1959 that these Nazi scientists were basically like working for the u.s government developing a space program what is that space program you ask oh i don't know nasa <laughs> i might have like i don't know what i'm going to name this this episode but i might have given up some like key pointers here so i might be redundant but that's basically what they were doing they brought over these 1600 uh, scientists to develop new weapons, to work on the, to, to perfect the V2 rocket, to work on biological and chemical weapons, and to work on spaceflight. And that's exactly what one of the Nazi scientists that was brought over, his name is Werner von Braun. Uh, he's actually pretty popular. Like, I, like, this is, it's pretty, this is a pretty mainstream topic. Werner von Braun is or was a household name during the 60s and 70s. I mean, the man had a TV show on Disney. He he was like good friends with Walt Disney. Did three television shows to teach America what the future of spaceflight might be. A former Third Reich scientist, Nazi, best friends with Walt Disney, developed a V2 rocket that decimated... Literally just like almost lost all of us the war. Like just almost crippled England. And then like 10 to 15 years later, he's the director of spaceflight at NASA. The director of spaceflight at NASA. He's uh, best friends with Walt Disney. He's talking to President Kennedy. I mean, he's in mission control. This guy, like, he is the founder, basically, of spaceflight. The, not the founder of spaceflight, because the Russians did it too, but he was the director of NASA. I mean, he created the infra infrastructure of NASA. He was the chief architect for the Saturn V rocket, which the Saturn V rocket was the first ever vehicle. I don't know, even, you don't call it a vehicle. It was the first ever spacecraft that took 12 human souls up to the moon. I don't know if they went to the moon, actually. I think they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? 
It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. That's right, right? How crazy is this? I mean, like, when I first heard about it, I was dumbfounded. Um, I, I mean, I understand why we did it. Russia would have done the same exact thing. And maybe these German former Nazi scientists in Soviet post-World War II Russia probably wouldn't have been the best idea. I mean, Soviet Russia post-World War II was pretty chaotic. And <laughs> if they had 1,600 of the best scientists in the world um, to help them be a little bit more chaotic, that'd be a bad deal. That'd be a real bad deal. But what do we do? I mean, I, I even wrote this down on my little paper here. Like, what is the, what was the right option? Do we just let Russia take those scientists? Do we uh, imprison all, like, the 1,600 scientists? That's what happened with every other Nazi war criminal after World War II. They were either imprisoned or they fled, mostly to Argentina and South America. What is the right option? I don't know. History has already written itself, to be honest with you. And the old, I mean, it's the old saying, right? History is written by the victors. We can say now that, sure, it, maybe it was a good idea to bring over those Nazi scientists because now we have NASA. Now we have space flight. I mean, we haven't in like, we haven't been in the moon in a while, but I mean, they went there like, 11 times, right? That's quite a bit. We're not going to get into that conspiracy, I promise. Maybe later. That's all I got for you guys. I I mean, I we were going I was going to try to talk about like the ethical cost of this maybe, but I don't really know if there's more to talk about with this. It's just a crazy story and I, and I hope if you if you guys have heard this story, I hope I did it justice. If you guys haven't heard this story, I hope for sure I did it justice. Um, in a little 15-minute 15, 15 clip, I hope you guys like it. Um, hope you guys like these little episodes. Let me know what you think. And, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.